What's up, Overcomers? Welcome to another amazing episode of the Overcoming You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't done so already, please give us a rating, write us a review. It's simply the best way to help out the podcast so more people can find us and we can help more people overcome life's biggest challenges. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Spectrum CBD, simply, in my opinion, the gold standard by which CBD companies should be measured. They monitor the process from soil to oil. My wife uses the CBD bath salts, the face moisturizer. I use the under the tongue drops, helps me with sleep, anxiety, depression. I use the topical just the other day. I was sparring at Muay Thai and just knocking people out left and right. That's a big, bold face lie. I actually literally swung really hard and missed and kind of hyperextended my elbow, went home, put the topical on it, and it literally did make it feel better. So visit Pure Spectrum CBD, use promo code OCY, and for the month of October and November, you're going to save 20% on your whole order. That's Pure Spectrum CBD, promo code OCY. My guest today is Zachary, aka MD Motivator. And I'm so happy to have him on. I'm starting to have, or I'm trying to have more individuals like this guy on because I believe there's a paradigm shift in kind of this quote unquote self-help space. I think the times of the guy in the suit talking from stage, how he made $500 million or the the monk that was in a, a Tibetan ashram for 15 years, and this is how you should should act, and this is what time you should wake up, and this is how you need to think. I think that's kind of going away, and I think people are gravita- gravitating more towards people like myself, more towards people like Zach that are saying, hey, we've been through some shit. We've been through some dark times. We've had some trials. We've had some tribulations. This is how I overcome came. This is how I pushed through. I'm nothing special, but hey, maybe if it worked for me, it can work for you. And that's why I had him on. And that's why I like that he exists. And you know, I found him on TikTok. And at the time, he was probably at 30, 50,000 followers. And now he's at over, probably by the time this comes out, over 800,000 followers. And that just goes to show that people are looking to connect with people that have gone through it, that speak from experiences. I just really enjoyed having him on, and he gives some great examples and some great ways to kind of push through, overcome mental health, depression, anxiety, and everything in between. So please welcome Zach, aka MD Motivator. Zachary, from around the world, good morning from Sydney, good afternoon from California. Thanks for coming on the Overcoming You podcast. Josh, thanks for having me on, man. I'm extremely excited. Uh, it was so funny. For those of you that don't are not on the Patreon, you won't see that, but we just started um, recording and I was just talking and I was just saying, I'm so, I'm still not very intelligent because I'm so impressed by the little things that we're on a podcast, both at opposite ends of the world. And then as soon as that happened, the whole Zoom thing shut down and we had to restart. So if you're hearing this on Spotify or Apple, we started from fresh, but on Patreon, you'll see all the bloopers and everything like that. So, um, but no, in all honesty, thanks for coming on, man. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And that's quite funny that Zoom was just like, no, we're not going to let that happen. But yeah. Let's hope that it works this time. So let's just get to how I found you. And then I love your background. I love what you're doing. So I found you on TikTok and your handle name or what's TikTok call it, whatever it is, it's MD Motivator. And it's all around mental health. You're a medical student, Sydney, were you born and raised in Sydney or just out there at university? Canada. Canada. I moved here in January. Okay. I was like, no accent. So um, <laughs> yeah. And I what are you studying? Australian accent for you. <laughs> yeah. And what are you studying? Uh, medicine. medicine. So doctor medicine. Yes. So one of the cool things, and before I get started, I'm going to 
I want to be able to speak freely, but I want to put a caveat out to everyone listening. I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it again. I love every single thing about social media. I love that it exists. I love that there's going to be more of it. I I love the fact that it provides me income. I love everything about it. I feel like the only thing that I don't love about it is how we use it and how we're interpreting it and the effects that it's happening happening on mental health. And so I just want to make sure because I'm going to talk about the effects of it, but I don't dislike it, meaning I'm glad that it exists. It's just so new in this in this life that I don't think we know how to deal with it. So you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram, you're on all the social medias, but TikTok is where I found you. I believe it's probably your biggest platform. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, 800,000 people come to your page and sit there and listen to your thoughts on depression, anxiety, mental health. So one thing I wanted to know is first, how did you, how did you start it? Did you start TikTok going in, Hey, this is what I want to help with, or, Hey, this is what I want to start or how this whole thing happened and how to blow up so quick. Yeah, it's a long story. So first and foremost, like my name is so random, like MD motivator, like where does that even stem from? So if you want, if I can give you a quick background, it yeah, makes please. this story a lot much easier. Um, yeah. So when I was 18, I was in college and I failed out of college at a 0.59 GPA, um, nine Fs on my transcript. And I remember calling the dean of my program and saying, can I get reinstated back into college? And he said, Zachary, college just isn't right for you. And I'll never forget that phone call because at that point in time, my parents had no idea what was going on in my life. Um, so when I went and told my parents, then my mom, who's a teacher, just like completely just crying, left the dinner table. My dad saying, move out, son, like just like an ultimate low in terms of my academic life. Yeah. And then over the next five, six years, I was able to transition from that into becoming like a honor roll student or whatever you want to call it, like a perfect student. So then I was, I did that. I academically transform myself and at about 12 to 18 months before I started medical school to really decide what do I want to do? I have time. There's like a gap time by the time when you apply to medical school to when you actually start. So I'm like, you know what? I kind of have a story. So I just plopped out my transcripts one day, my freshman year transcripts on Instagram and named myself MD motivator. Um, and I was like, sure. What happens? Let's see what happens. And this is the beauty of social media. At the time I had no idea how powerful it was. And I put out the transcripts and this random stranger somewhere in the U S guy, he just sent me this essay full of his, like his thoughts and he opened up and he was so raw and how he related. And I was just blown away that a stranger from across the world can connect with another stranger from across the world. So I'm like, Holy smokes, maybe there's something there. So I started posting every single day on Instagram. I did uh, every night I would have like an Instagram live session with a medical student, resident doctor from around the world. So I'd be building up that platform um, and connecting and learning from them. Um, And then one day a test prep company called exam crackers, which is one of the biggest in the U S they reached out to me and they said, Zach, we love what you do. We'd love to have you on board and travel North America and speak at pre-medical conferences. And that was a dream come true. I'm like, that's incredible for me just saying I'm a college dropout to you, this big test prep company reaching out to me, the CEO and saying, we'd love to have you travel. So I did that for about six to eight months before I started medical school. That was my favorite part um, of the whole, that phase, the academic phase. So then in January, I moved here to start medical school and COVID happened. 
I went through a six year long distance relationship breakup that happened. I had ACL knee surgery that happened. Med school was hard. It happened. And all these things started and I missed family at home. And I don't know when I can go back home until 2021. All these things were happening. And I'm like, I'm in a really bad mental space. And I was like, back when I was 18 or 19, when I talked about, you need to create study blocks and surround yourself with the right mentors and um, study with like people that you aspire to be. It's like, those were all very superficial. Mm-hmm. The complexity of how I felt at 18 or 19, I never really addressed in terms of the mental health when my parents said move out and I knew what I needed to do. I just, you don't, you don't care. You don't, you don't, yeah. how do you get to that? So I was like, I'm in a similar headspace, something I never felt comfortable talking with. And I was like, okay, let me address it. How can I address it? Oh, TikTok's undersaturated. I'm a male in the, in like the health space. So that's another stigma that goes with it. Male mental health. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started posting on it and it snowballed and that's pretty yeah. much how I got from there to here. I'm speaking on TikTok. Some of the best teachers. This is why I think people like you and people on social media that grow really fast, especially in a, in a positive realm or positive lane is because you're speaking from from truth, you're speaking from experience. You're not speaking from an ivory tower type of thing. And what I mean is, no disrespect to anybody that wants to help anybody. Anybody that's out there to help anybody, I, I value. But it is difficult for me to connect with somebody that spent seven years as a monk. Like I just didn't do that. It's difficult for me to connect to somebody that's worth four hundred million dollars, and they're saying money won't buy you everything. And I'm going, well, fuck you. Give me a hundred million dollars. I'll show you how happy I am. You exactly. know. But when, when I see people like you, when I see other people similar, I get this sense, I get this feeling that you've been through it. You've been through the muck. You've been through the mile. You've been through it, and you're speaking from experience. So we connect like that, even though I don't even know you. I've never talked to you. This is the first time we're meeting. Yeah. But there's something in you that I connect with. And obviously, 800,000 other people connect with you. It's and funny so you I just that. think it's so cool. Because through like my academics, like I came up with a formula that I now use with like the mental health space. So I say vulnerability equals relatability equals empowerment. Nobody cares about the perfect person. Nobody cares about all the flexing you do on Instagram. Nobody cares about any of that trash. It's about what you've been through, how you're able to get through it and how you can use that to positively impact the lives of others. Just be real. And that's the beauty of social media. If we can tap into that. Um, And I know you're the exact same way. So I'm extremely excited. So I'll be, I'll be vulnerable um, as we sit right here. So I'm at a spot right now where I feel like in my life, I'm at this tipping point with social media because I'll be very, I'll be extremely transparent. I, I don't post every day, even though I want to, especially on TikTok, because I see a lot of places where I feel I can help. Not that I'm better than just feel like I can help because I went through a mental severe mental breakdown, depression, try to take my life, all that type of stuff. And I see all these things on TikTok and I'm like, I can hear them here, here, I'm help you. So where I'm at this like little tipping point in my life is that I'm just still a little afraid of the way I look, the way I sound, what I want to put out there, even though I know for a matter of fact, it would help because when I see your, there's something similar, not, not that I'm copying you or copying anybody else, but there's similar messages that I want to put out in my own voice in my own way. But I don't because I'm scared of the way I look, or I'm scared of maybe I'm too old or I'm scared of, I don't have enough money or, you know, I don't have the fancy letters next to my name. I'm not a medical student. You know, I don't have all these things. And so I think that's what I wanted to just ask you just as a personal thing. So you're going through this, 
mental, I don't want to say breakdown, but low point uh, in your mental health, but you still decide to post on it. So how did you overcome that, that section in life where you're like, you know what, I'm feeling really down, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm, I don't feel down, but I don't do it anyway. If that makes sense. So how would you go I from? Was, so like in med school here, like obviously I have friends and stuff, but like most of my friends and family and like a back home. So like Skyping or texting, it's like, it's not the same level of connection and you can't really open up. So I spoke to a few therapists and they said to journal or like write down your thoughts. So I was like, okay, I can do that. Or I can let them out through videos and hopefully it connects with others and use my form of therapy as a way to connect and let people know they're not alone and that they're hurt. So it was almost a selfish reason at first in a sense. Um, but I knew that there would probably be someone else out there. And I think it was going to be a hundred thousand. I thought it was going to be like hundred <laughs> uh, people yeah. that would be like, I connect with that. So it was a form of personal therapy and attempt to yeah. really tap into how I felt. It's just so cool to kind of see that, see that growth in such a mental space. So the other thing that I wanted to ask you is that someone that's had um, battles with mental health and that's going through and someone that's helped and you're in school for it, mm-hmm. what do you see? Let's just take TikTok alone. It kind of goes for all social media. What do you see as far as the mental health, just in your opinion, um, in the current state of state of TikTok or state of social media, what do you see? Do you see mental health rising, meaning more mental health issues, or do you see it kind of going down or kind of what's your view on it as a whole? Yeah, I think it's rising. And I think the awareness is rising as well. I think 2020 has been the perfect year, a perfect storm to really force mental health to come to like the main, the main screen or main, main things. Cause I feel like before 2020, everyone was out and about and so busy with their lives that maybe mental health isn't more common. It was just suppressed with mm. the daily life people lived. Um, so I think that number one, and I think we haven't even nearly hit the peak. I think like I was talking to one of my friends, I'm not sure if you follow his Instagram account, really good account, real depression project. Um, he's from Sydney as well. We were talking about when is mental health, um, like the climax, when is it going to peak in terms of normalizing it or speaking about it? Yeah. We we're thinking like early 2022. So it's still on the uprise. But I've noticed a significant difference from January to October of the amount of people that speak on mental health. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed the same um, this year significantly because of COVID and quarantine and isolation. Here's the thing that I I see more people talking about mental health, which I love. So two two kind of points about the big TikTokers and everything in their mental health. What I see going because I'm 38 years old, so I'm quite a bit older than some of those individuals there. But um, where was I going to go? Oh, so the thing that scares me is take some of the big TikTokers. And once again, I want to put the caveat. Entertainment is whatever entertainment it is. It's awesome. But I fear for these individuals because if you take TikTok, let's take it as just break it down. So the biggest TikTokers, they're not creating anything. They're lip syncing to a song. They're copying a dance and maybe they have a few less clothes or they're, they're provocative on, on there. So they're being judged kind of for their body. So they're not making anything. They're copying things and they're being judged for their body. So unless they're doing some work for their mental health, I'm scared of when those things go away that those individuals, like I feel weird talking about people under 18. And so I don't want to overstep a bound, but like a Charlie or an Addison or something like I fear that their, their personal mental health is not going is, 
at risk because you know you're creating something um i'm creating something like there's something to be hang your hat on but there's really not outside of looks and as you know looks is, yeah which so you can get pretty superficial and not gratifying after a while as well yeah. I, in their age group as well as they haven't been through stuff so this could be a really big high which leads to a really big low yes right? yes totally I'm agree scared. with you on that i was actually uh do you know who bella porch is yes i created a video about her about like the cancel culture and toxic, like just like, and, and she reached out and like, we, had, we had a conversation, which is really cool. Cause she's like the biggest thing, but, yeah. but to go with what you said, all she does is just like, she moves her head. So there's really no content behind it, but having no one and then having like tens of millions of people. And yeah. then if, the, if TikTok got banned or the, it, it transfers to something else and you lose it, it's just like, yes, really nothing. You just had like a phase. Like, I don't know how that would, positively impact your mental health so yeah i'm scared it sounds odd and it sounds from the people listening it could be like oh whatever he's just don't shade i'm not i'm just scared for them as a fellow human being for those people because like you said those big ups come with a big down it is impossible to have that in life no matter what happens you're going to have those ups and downs and i'm scared for that just kind of going through so Kind of going back to you, um, I always want to have some like tangible things that we can help people. So you give so many, once again, I highly recommend reaching out to you on TikTok, go MD motivator. You have real practical things to think about and you do two things. One, you do how to overcome, but then also how to realize, because I think so many times that's one of the things I'm excited for people like you and mental health is that. I didn't realize I had mental health issues or I didn't realize I was going down it because I never knew about it. So when you were going through your mental health battles or some things that you, some ways to overcome, what are some things, if you're feeling depressed, if you have anxiety that you would recommend somebody doing, like if someone's listening to this right now, what would you tell them? What's up, Overcomers? I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of our awesome sponsors and then get back to the episode. The first one, Simply Safe. Did you know that every 26 seconds there's a break in in this country? But with Simply Safe Home Security, you can protect your whole home around the clock. It's serious, lasting protection. And all it takes is a simple 30 minute setup. You'll get a free security camera and protect your home today. Listen, I'm at the age where all of my friends have kids or are starting to have kids, and I can't tell you the, the look of security that I have in their eyes knowing that their home is protected with cameras around the clock and they can look at that. It is a protection and a security that I just can't advise enough, especially nowadays. Simply Safe is an award-winning arsenal of sensories and security cameras that blankets every inch of your home. Plus, there is no contract, no hidden fees, and no installation costs. That is why US News World Report named Simply Safe best overall home security of 2020. And visit simplysafe.com slash overcoming right now, and you'll get free security camera plus 60-day risk-free trial with a new system order. There is literally nothing to lose. Go to simplysafe.com slash overcoming. That's simplysafe.com slash overcoming. Get your security today. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they are 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. 
Visit keeps.com slash overcoming. It's super simple. You get treated from home. You answer just a few key questions. They set up a treatment plan for you, sometimes as low as just $10 a month. You don't have to FaceTime, no awkward visits, going to take time out of your schedule to go to an actual doctor's office. They send it to you in discreet packages straight to the home. It's super simple, super easy. It's FDA approved. Visit keeps.com slash overcoming. That's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash overcoming. And when you go to keeps.com slash overcoming, you're going to get your first month of treatment free. Once again, that's keeps.com slash overcoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One really good piece of advice that was told and it works well for me. Um, What we were saying about the highs and lows. The issue with the highs and lows is you can't go in your Google calendar and say from 7 to 9 p.m., Thursday night, I'm going to have an extreme low and plan for it. They just hit. Right. So I think understanding and like, first and foremost, you want to be able to like know and feel your thoughts. And that's one of the hardest things is about being in the moment. So when I was going through what I was going through in May, um, in April and June, it's like three, four months. Um, they came in storms. I don't know what it was, but it would, it would happen. So what I would do is I would say, okay, it's six, it's seven 32 AM. I feel like shit. At 8.02 a.m., I'm going to set an alarm. So I'm going to allow myself to feel. So I think the first thing is acknowledging and allowing yourself to feel for a short time frame, whatever it is. Cry in your room, go for a shower, just like lay in bed and do nothing, stare at a wall. Whatever it is that you want to feel because it feels good to feel bad, just like it feels good to feel good, let yourself feel. But at 8.02, I'm going to make eggs, take a shower, go for a walk down the street, just something to transition yourself out of that state. So it doesn't become the day, the week, you're you. Um, So I think allowing yourself to feel and then transitioning out of that in like 30 minute time blocks, I said, I'm called micro goals. That was extremely helpful for me. Um, That's awesome. yeah. Yeah. I think one thing you said a couple things there is that one, you have to recognize it, but that's what happened to to me and not to go through my story, but that's what happened to me is that I never until I hit this depression, I, I tried to go buy a $10 million corporation. It failed. And then my mental health just went down crazy style because I worked my way up to corporate America. It was all that in a bag of chips. I tried to do it on my own, went down, failed miserably. And then my mental health went like crazy. But before that happened, I was never a negative person. Every single thing was, I was positive, not like fake bullshit or anything. I was just a positive person. But you yeah. said something there is that if you don't if you set that block of time, you allow it those thoughts to stay there. But what happened to me is I didn't. I had that one thought that turned into two thoughts, that turned into three, and that turned into a day, that turned into a week, a week turned into a month, right. then turned into six months, then a year, then a year and a half. And the next thing you know, you're in a flea bag motel ready to do some things that you know you can't ever take back. So to recognize those thoughts, but I think that's really good. I haven't heard that before. Allow you to feel it, but then let there be an end to it because if you don't stop it. It can get out of control real fucking quick. And that one thought can lead you a year and a half down the road. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't recognize, analyze and redirect or whatever CBT tells you to do, I think that's really cool. I love the, the I think there's two more things I want to say too. So, um, in terms of recognizing the thoughts, sometimes if I don't feel negative, I could feel like something building inside or I'm anxious or I'm a little stressed and I'm like, I can force thoughts out of myself by, maybe putting my phone on airplane mode or, or, or going out to like nature and like a bush and like just like going for an hour walk, which allows me to actually be in the moment and then get in that state, not try to be negative, but allow myself to get in my 
What am I actually thinking? What am I actually feeling? Yeah. And then the other important part is I made TikTok, like I said, I use it as a form of therapy because if I didn't put the thoughts on a piece of paper or in a phone or something, that same one thought will go through my head again and again and again, because I'm a huge overthinker and it won't any give me anywhere tangible, but yeah. it's something that if I just put the thought, I'll be okay. It's just a thought. Okay. Feel it, address it. Here's three things I can like kind of do moving forward, but then we can scratch it off and we can move on to the next thought. If you don't yeah. do that, it just stays in you and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And the other thing is with that is if you start to get into that pattern of that negative thinking, or like I did for that so long, is that your body likes repetition and your, and your body and life likes, it likes schedules. And so, and, but also likes comfort. And what happens is that feeling of being depressed, that feeling of being sad, it becomes your, your home base. It becomes something comfort, even though you don't feel good. It's your body and mind goes, well, Josh and Zachary, you've been doing this for three months straight. So obviously this is the feeling that you like to feel. So just stay there. Like, don't feel happy. Don't, don't exercise. Don't eat right. Keep doing everything that makes you feel like that. Cause that's where you like to go all the time. But yeah. doing these things that you're talking about will get you out of that. And what's going to happen for the listeners. And I'm sure you can attest is that it's going to feel, it's going to feel, it's going to feel difficult, just like lifting a weight is going to feel difficult, but you're going to build muscle. So, but you got to keep doing it and keep pushing through it. So you recognize, you set the time, you do all those things. What else you got? And then without a doubt, the most important thing that I say in every video, and as a medical student, not a doctor, um, there's a fine line, right? How I can speak on mental health, because I, I do network with a lot of clinical psychologists or doctors and, and they're credible in their field. And I want to be able to be an advocate, but not be a guru. So the number one thing I tell people is support is everything, whether it's family, friends, professional support. And that's one of the hardest things with TikTok, which we haven't talked about, is the universal nature of it, how it's global. So I can't just say, here's the Australia suicide hotline and expect it to like connect with everyone. So there's a good universal health support line that I put in every video, put it in my bio. Um, but I think support is everything because when you're transitioning, like you said, whether it's weights or diet or mental health, that transition is not comfortable. And sometimes you want to be held accountable or be able to speak to someone, someone you trust. Um, I think support is so, so yeah. important. Um, one thing that I would recommend, this is takes so much effort, but it talks about, you know, you talk about accountability and talk about support is that if you put it out on social media, the chances of you doing it are so much greater yeah. just because you put that out there. And so one thing that I want to start doing, um, I'm, I'm a big med meditator to begin with, but I want to start doing affirmations um, and do um, this whole affirmation thing that has to deal with breathing. And I want to be held accountable. And so I want to put it out on on uh, Instagram and TikTok, but I haven't done it. But so the- You're doing it right now. I, so yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> Valid. Don't worry. I'll, I'll edit this part out. I'll edit this part out. <laughs> Only Patreon will be able to hear this. No one else. <laughs> yeah. But that support, because even, even if it's not, you know, like my wife or my friend or something, that just the sh sheer support and thought process of that social proof is so, is so heavy because I, I still haven't figured this out. And what are your thoughts on it? I don't understand why it's so easy for me to let myself down. But Zachary, you basically could ask me to do anything within reason, even though we're just um, becoming friends, we're just meeting for the first time. And if you ask me, I guarantee you, I'm going to get it done. And I think most people are that way. 
But yet when I tell myself something, it's just so easy for me just to go, ah, fuck it. Why do you, do you have feel that? Or why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so easy to let ourselves down? But I can, I don't even know you. You're on the, you're on the other side of the world. But yet, like I said, if you ask me, Hey, can you post some things for me? Or can you do anything? I'd be, yeah, no problem. And I wouldn't let you down in a heartbeat. It's funny. I'm full of the same way as you in regards to that. And I think it stems from you being an empath and just, I feel like you're connected with it. I don't feel like everyone is like that. Unfortunately, I wish it was, Mm -hmm. but it's like our people pleasing nature in a sense, I would say. Mm. Um, um, yeah, I, that's a really good question. I, I I don't know the answer to that, but I'm definitely in the same boat. And it's, it's, it's funny that we are so willing and able to sacrifice and prioritize things to help others, but yet we don't do it for ourselves. It goes back to that analogy. I'm assuming you've heard before when you're on the airplane, right? And you're going down and the oxygen mask comes down and they always say, put yours on first before assisting others. And it's so true in terms of our own lives that we don't, yeah. we don't, we don't, we don't do that quite often. So I'm going to ask you a question because I want to learn from you. What is something that you find that helps you with that to be more self-assertive in terms of taking care of yourself first versus always trying to please others. Good, good question. So I just now in this last probably year or so, I would say I've really understood for me and I'm almost certain from everyone that I've had on, I've had MIT professors, I've had people on the board of Brown um, Meditation on the podcast. And they said something along these lines is that one of the best ways and one of the quickest ways to earn credibility with yourself and earn credibility, earn self-love, earn self-belief, self-image increases is to follow through on something that you tell yourself you're going to do. Now, this does not have to be anything big. It, the smallest thing, but with the intent. And one of the gentlemen I had on, um, he was on the board of uh, University of Brown's um, mental health. And he said, it can be as small as literally clicking a pen five times a day. But what you're saying, you have to put the intent into it. You have to go, okay, Josh, every single day, I'm going to click this pen five times. And that's my that's my task task for the day. And what that will do is that will build on itself and build on itself and build on itself. And I, I've told this story before in this podcast, the listeners can be like, would you shut the hell up with your stupid quarter story? But th- that's what happened to me after I tried to take my life. I That's the only thing I could do is figure out how to do something and finally follow through. I felt like I was a failure. I felt like I couldn't do anything right. I could never follow through. And so I told myself for 30 days, I'm going to move a quarter from my nightstand to my dresser, from my nightstand to my dresser. <clears throat> now, the the thing is, is um, I live here in Orange County in Newport Beach. It's very, very expensive, but I can tell you with all honesty, I do not live in a mansion. So, and I'm 6'2", so it's like one step away from my nightstand to my dresser. And lo and behold, come day 15, come day 17, I go in bed and I'm depressed. I'm not showering. I'm just all down in the depths. And I look at the quarter and I go, Josh, we got to put the quarter. And, I, and then I had this conversation. It's so stupid now, but it's like, I had this conversation like, nobody knows you're doing this. It's so stupid. What the fuck do you care? Why, why are you doing this? This isn't going to work. You're so stupid. It's a fucking quarter. You're such a moron. And I'm like, fine, fuck it. Got up, moved the quarter, night, day 19, day 20, day 22, day 23. But looking back at 
day 30, when I put that quarter there, did I feel great? Did I feel awesome? No. But did I have a tiny little feeling of self-belief, self-worth, self-image? Yes. And what did that do? During those last 10 days, I started to take a shower every day. I went to the gym once a week. That turned into two times a week. That turned into three. Then I got uh, started working again. And it's all those little tiny things. And it all started with this stupid quarter or this stupid that's click amazing. of the pen. And that's what, if you're feeling, if you're really down in the dumps, any single thing, do something on a day-to-day basis that you tell yourself going to do with intent of pleasing yourself, not in a narcissistic way. And then over time, you build on that and build on that and build on that and build on that and build on that. And then next thing you know, you're, you have a podcast and you're talking to people, awesome individuals from around, around the world and hopefully trying to help as many human people as hum- many human beings as possible help overcome, you know, this crazy thing in between our ears. So that's kind of how I view it. And so every little tiny good thing that I do each day, each time I drink water, or drink a gallon of water, each time I go to the gym, each time I eat healthy, I'm thinking to myself, good job, good job, good job. And those little things start to make me feel better. I start to walk taller, shoulders back. I have more confidence, but it all starts with the little tiny things and just compound effects. So that's my whole like little diatribe on self-belief or self-worth or self-love or whatnot. I absolutely love that. That was probably the best thing I've heard this month. Um, I think you should make a TikTok out of that (laughs) Uh, or something. That that was really, wow. I never heard that. And that is like the definition, as I was saying before, like a micro goal, like the definition of a micro goal. But the fact that the discipline of going through that 30 days and it's funny whether it was a really small goal like that, or if it was a really big goal, like day 17, day 18, those thoughts will still happen. This is stupid. This is dumb. I can't do this. I never follow through. All that shit will happen regardless. Yep. And I think, and then it's just a gradual transition out of that state. And when I remember when I was at my lowest, I would go on TikTok lives and I would be like, okay, guys, this is my room. It's a fucking mess. I haven't done laundry in like 10 days. Let's all do laundry together right now. Just something so small, but like yeah. so real. And it was just like people engaged in it. And like, and I think it's so important to um, recognize that the smallest changes, but being consistent yes. and disciplined with it, make the biggest differences. Yes. Yeah. That's why I had a buddy of mine say it in... I don't know if you put a TikTok out or a message out like this. If, if you have, I'm sure you'd understand. But um, I read a message or somebody said it. It's like, if you got out of bed today and you took a shower, like, congratulations. Like, that's a real big step. And people don't understand when you don't, when you're kind of quote unquote normal, you know, what the hell is normal. But when you don't have depression, you don't have anxiety, people don't realize when you're down in, in those depths of despair, getting out of bed. And taking a shower is like the same exact effort that it would be to run a marathon. And it sounds preposterous, but I'm not kidding because the analogy that I use is LeBron James and I go into the, into the weight room. He benches 350 pounds. I go and I bench 200 pounds. The strain is the same. He is not straining more than I am. My muscle fibers are straining the exact same more. He just lifts more. So just because you, you have a wife and kids and, and six figure, um, income. And you have that, that's stress, um, or that strain. It's not any more strain than somebody that just is getting out of bed. The stress or the strain is the same. And each time you do just one good thing, it just can change your whole trajectory of your day in life. And when, then when you start to put, put in multiple days in a row, 
then multiple days in a row become multiple weeks, become multiple months, become multiple years. And now you have a totally different life. So exactly. it's just so interesting, the tiny little things that can change. And it's so, so massive. So massive. And it's not even the tiny, it's not even the tiny things themselves. It's what those tiny things open up for another opportunity, another opportunity. Like all these things just open, open, open. And then it's like you said, within a short or long period of time, completely different life, completely different network, completely different mindset. And everything can change so quick. But at that yeah. time, when you're laying in bed in the dark and you have your phone off and you're ignoring your family and friends and whatever you're going through, that's the last thing you want to hear is just, just get up and be positive yes. in your life and smile and toxic positivity, which is obviously a very common term now. Um, yes. And I think that really stems toxic positivity, not even from this really negative or like bad place of others onto them. I just don't think they know how it feels like. So they can't really be empathetic towards, right? Bingo. That is, that is the difference. That is why I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable, but that is why you are so, in my opinion, so much more awesome than other individuals. Like we talked about before, no disrespect to them, but because you've been there, you know what it's like when you, when you're having those messages, you can feel the energy come through. And like I said, when those other people are like, dude, Zachary, just, just get up and just take a shower and go for a run. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I barely, I, I, you're lucky. I have clean underwear on, let alone get up and go for a run, you know, but you and I, if we go and talk to, if, if I was, if we were, you know, best friends and 10 years down the line, I was sitting there in bed, you wouldn't say, all right, get up. You know, you're going to feel better. Yeah, I know that, but you know what it's like to be there. So you can be like, Hey, if you need anything, I'm here. Um, why don't you try to just take a shower and then go back to bed? And then that that's fine. You just start small. Just I, like I said, I think those experiences or coming from an area of you've been through the shit is so sure. much better. And then I think that's why you connect with so many people. I think that's why other individuals like you are connecting so many people. And that's why I want to have people like you on. So I can do whatever I can do to try to get you more, more views or more notice because I want more of you out there. So when the mental health does start to recede, they know that you're there and then they can come to you and you've been there. And then, Hey, Zachary, what do you, what do you got for me? How can you help? So I just love it. Thanks, well, Josh. Appreciate it. I know we're kind of cruising up on time. I do have just two more questions for you, but before we, we wrap up, let everybody know, where can they find you? I know I've been um, showering you with praise on your TikTok, but where, <laughs> what, else you got, what else you got in the, in the works? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok, obviously, as Josh said, at MD Motivator, but we recently just started our, I'm in the midst of doing what Josh is doing, starting my own podcast. It's called the Mental Health Movement. You can find out that Instagram name through my, just go to my Instagram handle, it's in my bio, Mental Health Movement. We have a merch line, which I'm rocking right now, Mental Health Matters. Nice. And like the, quote, the quote that I started that I really believe in is, you matter most. Um, not that you matter or you kind of matter, you matter most. So that's like the thing that we're going on right now. Um, and part of all our profits are going towards um, nonprofits, whether it's we're currently working with the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. But nice. each month, depending on the episode, whoever we're bringing on, they choose the nonprofit that we'll work with to put the uh, – proceeds towards. So it's a, we learn from them. Plus we hopefully can financially provide for as much as we can um, support nonprofits. So that's, that's awesome, man. And what, what's the mental health movement is the name of the mental podcast. Health, mental health dot MVMT. Um, is that a, are, easy to follow me on Instagram and in my bio, it says founder of mental health movement. Click that. 
empty motivator is easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> cool. True. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you said it there and actually you and I have a very similar tagline, but I wanted to see what your tagline means to you. Mm-hmm. At the end of your post, you write, you matter most. And at the end of all my posts, I always write, remember, be kind to yourself. So I want to ask you, when you say you matter most, what does that mean to you? Yeah. Um, so when I first started on TikTok, I would post videos and I would say you matter. And I would always get people always in the chat. Like the number one comment would be is like, no, I don't. Or I don't, no one cares about me. And I was like, just like you matter is not powerful enough. So I'm like, you know what? You don't matter. You matter most. And I think it's so crazy to believe those three words I don't even get it still to this day, how it impacts people. Cause some people aren't told how much they matter. And that me, a random guy on TikTok sending you a video saying you matter most is like it, it, it connect. I, it still doesn't get to me. And it's like, that's how some people are, are lacking love and support and feeling their self-worth. It's like, I was like, that's the most powerful thing. I feel like I could say to someone um, to let them know that they're number one and that they should be always like their priority. Um, oh, yeah. So it stemmed from that. It was just, I was saying you matter and I didn't think it was powerful enough. And I used to make like daily videos of like shout outs. So, like people would make comments and I'd reply um, to like center them, not center them out, but like to focus yeah. on them in a video. And I would end it with that. And then it just, yeah. Does that make I sense? I love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. Um, so I, like I said, I put at the end of every post, uh, remember, be kind to yourself. And my thought process very similar is, is, you got to put yourself first and for people like you and I, that's very difficult to do. And people like lis- listening because so many times if everybody else around us is happy, then we're happy. But mm-hmm. just like your the airport or the um, airplane analogy, if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't put yourself first and understand that you matter most and you matter most and be kind to yourself is, is, trying to eat healthy, whatever healthy is to you, trying to have some sort of physical exercise, whatever that means to you, you know, trying to, trying to have some sort of positive progress in your life, whatever that means to you, some sort of connection, positive connection to other like-minded individuals, whatever that means to you. And the more times you do that, the more times you're kinder to yourself, the more times you finally realize like, Hey, I do matter. And Hey, I, I do deserve this. It's, your life and what you attract changes exponentially. So I love that you put that out there. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And then just last question, this one is just a personal question for you, but how do you build your self-worth? How do I build my self-worth? Damn. <laughs> you can hit me with the home run question. Damn, and end it. How do I build my self-worth? Um, that's a really good question how do I build it? A lot of it stems from, I don't even know. Wow. That's, that was something I've struggled a lot with was my self-worth and like on the outside looking in, I look like this successful medical student Mm -hmm. was happy. And I didn't really know people always ask me what makes you happy. And I'm like, I don't know what makes me happy. And how do I focus on my worth? It's, I used to think it was like, central around myself and like my medical school goals or making money or, or being successful on social media. But the more I've like learned from this and like my own experiences, it's about my self-worth stems from positively impacting the lives of others. Mm. And that is really true. Like 
fulfillment to me. Um, and once I've like tapped into that and recognized it, I recognize how much bullshit's in the world and how much we're all fed that. So I've stopped really. And that's why I said vulnerability equals relatability equals empowerment. It's like, I don't even care about me. I care about your experience in the motel, my experience with what I went through. It's like, okay, how can I use these experiences to help others? So every time I go through shit in life now, moving forward, I'm like, this is an opportunity down the line to be able to learn and really relate and connect. And yeah. Yeah. So I think self-worth stems from how you, the, the change you put on the world. I love it. I love it. Well, brother, thank you so much for coming on the Overcoming You podcast. I am so excited that people like you exist. I'm so excited about what you're putting out there. I know I've said it a million times, but keep doing what you're doing. And in all sincerity, no, no um, exaggeration, no embellishment or anything, just from Josh to Zachary, I'm telling you that if no one tells you in a long time or, or today or tomorrow or the next week, you've, you've helped me on a, on some days when I look at your content. So just know that you're doing good work. You are helping people because you've helped me. I've been down. I went not posting all this type of stuff and you know, your face pops up and you point up to some uh, awesome, uh, awesome words and it, it makes, it makes my day better, dude. So I just appreciate it. And I appreciate what you're doing and whatever you do, just don't stop because if you don't hear that you're helping people, I'm telling you, you are. And the more of you I can get around and talk to, the better my life is. And you and I are on a very, very similar trajectory and very similar missions in life because all we want to do is help. So I just, I love that you exist, man. No, thanks for having me on, Josh. And I feel like me and you are on the same wavelength. And I feel like this is just the beginning of who knows where we take this. So I'm grateful to have you on. I'm going to need to send you some merch now. You got me excited and I would love to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Thanks for having me on, Josh. All right, everybody. Remember, be kind to yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with MD Motivator. Thank you to all of our sponsors, Pure Spectrum CBD. Use promo code OCY, save 20% off your whole order for the month of October and November. Also, Pure Spectrum is actually sponsoring the CrossFit 2020 games. So check them out. Look at them for your local listings. Also, there's going to be some at-home workouts that you can do. So if you've been starving for some workouts, check them out. Thank you so much to Simply Save. Visit simplysave slash overcoming. And you're going to get 60-day free trial and free camera with your order. And also, thank you to Keeps. Visit Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash overcoming and receive your first month's free. And remember, be kind to yourself.